The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about soul contracts and cord cutting and all of the ways in which we sometimes hear in the new agey community, we can sort of undo our karma with other human beings and improve our lives. And if you've ever been to certain energy healers or psychics or read certain books by energy healers or psychics, you might have heard this idea that there are ceremonies or rituals or visualizations or things that either you can do or a healer can do on your behalf to shift a relationship, release people and experiences from your life and undo any kind of karmic connection that you may have had with someone before you were born that you may have come into this life to work on that you are now ready to release. And I am not in any way, shape or form against the basic idea that look, it is my belief that before we come into our physical bodies, we're all spiritual beings, right? Having a human experience and Before we embark on that experience, we have a plan and we sit down with our guides is one way of thinking about it. And we have a little conversation and we start to feel into and plan into our lives and that the experiences that we have in each incarnation are influenced by things that we still want to learn from other bodies that we have experienced in the past or sometimes even the future because at the end of the day, friends, there's no time. So anyway, there's this idea floating around the new agey community sometimes that if you're in an abusive relationship or a difficult relationship that you can't get out of, or if you keep attracting the same kind of person, or maybe you have a business deal that, you know, has gone wry or any of these things that the problem can be solved, right, by healing the energy, by cutting the cord between you and someone else, because the idea being there's an energetic cord because everything's energy by reworking the karma, by saying, okay, whatever I was meant to learn with this person in this lifetime, I am cutting the contract, I am letting it go, I am freeing myself to do something else. Got it? 
And in theory, I don't think any of these things are really bad ideas, and I really do believe that everything is divinely guided on some level. But I do think that there's some confusion that's happened in the human world around these terms, around these practices that can sometimes lead us astray. And so today I want to talk a little bit about that and some of the misunderstandings around cord cutting and contract breaking and that good stuff. Not necessarily because I think there's not a place for it, but because I think it's often very misunderstood. All right. So here's the first misunderstanding, and I think this one is critically important. Sometimes you will go to a healer or a helper or a psychic, right? And you're having a problem with a person or a situation, and they will say to you, tell you what, give me 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or 10,000 bucks, or maybe even like 50 cents, because we all, we all charge different amounts, and I'll do it for you. I am going to go into a trance and I'm going to break you of that problem right? I'm going to heal the karma. I'm going to cut the cord and then it will be done. You will be fine and you will move on safely and beautifully without having to do any other work on your part. Ah, And while I am a big fan and I've worked with many amazingly talented energy workers that do have the ability to move energy and really shift things for us and create space for us to make the according and corresponding changes in our lives, that second piece is really important. Because when someone moves energy on your behalf, if they're doing it right, and they're doing it honestly, they're cooperating with the higher source. They are cooperating with your higher self, with your soul, right? So they are not actually going in and altering the course of your life without your permission and without understanding of those greater factors of life. They can't. They can't alter the path of your life without you participating. It's not possible. And so when someone does energy work on your behalf, what they're doing is they're creating or co-creating or helping you create the possibility, the space in which that change can occur. And they're lending their energy to help you make the steps that you need to take, but they cannot ever do it for you. And so this is really important. And when we think about a healer as doing it for us, we give our power away, right? We feel like, ah, I can't do it. My life is so overwhelming. I'm going to go to this person. They're going to fix me. They're going to make it all better. And then I'm going to be fine. And friends, it never works that way. Never. Now, sometimes you will work with an energy healer and they will show you. And again, the way I see the work that I do is I tune into your higher self right? I help you get a glimpse of what you really feel like when you're really vibing at your highest potential. But then it's your job, right, to take the steps in your life to start to hold that energy and start to move into that energy all by yourself, right? Because no energy healer is here to do it for you. We're all here to support each other. In the words of Ram Das, we are all walking each other home, all right? So take a minute to process that. So the first place that I think people get confused around these things like, please, you know, cut this cord for me or help me release this soul contract or any other kind of energy healing, and you know I'm a big fan of energy healing, is that we make the mistake that we think the healer is the one doing the work. And that's never the case. Now, look, I sometimes move and push energy, okay? That is part of what I do in my work when I feel so called to do it. But the way I always understand it is I'm not really doing anything. 
I'm cooperating with your energy. I'm cooperating with the guides. I'm following the highest plan that I have available to me and I'm acting accordingly. And in so doing, right, I'm supporting you in finding your way as well. So it's like taking your energy and your intention and moving it in a certain direction with respect to someone, and then they can feel the flow in that direction and they can choose to follow it or not. But choice is really, really important. You always have a choice. And sometimes it takes us a couple tries, a couple iterations, and no energy work is ever, 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 ever. Could I make this point strongly enough? No energy work is ever a replacement for you living your life, right? Because earth is an experiential realm and you are here to have an experience. And part of that experience, of course, may be visiting an energy healer or doing a a cord cutting ceremony or all of the above. I've done some amazing ceremonies and experiences around releasing energy and resetting and setting intentions. And I am a big fan of all of those things. But if you set an intention, say, to do something, and then the next day you show up and you just go back to doing what you were doing all along, you're not acting in accordance with the energy, right? So part of setting an intention is show me the steps, but then you also have to start taking them. Got it? So another thing that I've seen, and I've seen this one a lot, and this is sort of what gave me the idea for this whole little episode, is something like this. Someone says, I'm in this relationship. I've been trying to leave this relationship. I know it's not working for me, but I just, I can't let this person go. And I've done all the cord cutting, and I've done all of the release of the soul contract, right, over and over again. Why isn't it not working? So I'm going to give you a minute. Can you imagine why it might not be working? Yep, I heard some of you say, well, they may not be ready. They may not have learned everything that they needed to learn from that relationship, right? And so because they haven't learned it all, you can cut the cord as many times as you want. They're not ready to move on. Mm -hmm. And I think too sometimes, right, imagining cutting the cord again is not always enough because we have to walk the talk of our lives. And so if you cut the cord, But then you go unconscious and you go back and do exactly what you did before over and over again. That's the problem, not the cord cutting, right? Because the cord cutting is, is just a fancy way of setting an intention. That's really what it's doing. It's an energetic way of saying, I'm ready to let this go, right? But if you cut a cord, even energetically, and you just go back to doing what you were doing before, you know, you're just going to create another cord. It's just going to regenerate. You got that? And again. If this is resonating with you and you find this for you in a relationship or really any intention that you've set, because it does not have to be a relationship kind of issue, right? Where you have really, really worked hard to change a pattern, you've you've asked for help, you've visualized, you've kind of done all of the things that you think you're supposed to do to shift the energy and yet the same thing keeps happening over and over again and you feel like you can't escape. Please be kind to yourself. You are human. I am human. We're all having a human experience right now. And sometimes that human experience is so very confusing. And sometimes it takes us a bunch of tries or even a bunch of lifetimes to learn a particular message. And wherever you are on your journey, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. I'm going to say that again. Wherever you are in your journey, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. 
So please remember that, love that, honor that, because the more that you can feel the truth in the now, the easier it will be to shift. Okay, so I'm going to let you sit with that. And the guides say that when an energy worker works on energy again, they are ideally working from that space, the really good ones. They're working from that space of allowing. You can't go in and force and push. That's ego. That's mind. That's going to just probably create more mess and not make you feel better. And, you know, it might pump up your ego a little bit, but that's usually not why we go to an energy healer, right? What an energy healer is really doing is feeling into your energy, listening to their guidance, and going into sort of an altered state and also an altered space where they can feel their way through the energy and start to help you shift things, right? So it's sort of like if you go to get a massage and you have been killing yourself lifting boxes, boxes after boxes after boxes. And you know, you have people around that want to help, but you're like, no, I got to lift these boxes myself. And they're heavy boxes and they're maybe too heavy for you, but you just, you know, you got to just keep moving those boxes around. So you go to get a massage and the massage therapist loosens things up. And maybe if they're a really, really talented person, they may do a couple like chiropractic adjustments and get everything back functioning and moving smoothly and balanced and organized. And then the next day you go back to lifting boxes again. Guess what? You might be a little more balanced lifting those boxes for a while because your body is now balanced. But if you keep doing it the same way, the wrong way, say with bad form and, you know, bad intention and and you're not really, really caring for yourself or doing it mindfully or carefully, guess what? You're going to be back in the chiropractor's office or the massage therapist's office in just like a few days, if not a few weeks, right? Because if you go back to that old pattern, we may not get the job done. Now, again, the guys are reminding me in the case of a massage therapist or a chiropractor or a body worker, and it's the same thing with an energy worker, right? They are helping you feel what it feels like to be balanced again. They're helping you relax. They are reminding you of what that state feels like so that your body can find it again. And your energy is the same way. When you go to an energy healer, a really good one, they're helping you again feel what it feels like to be balanced, feel what it feels like to be whole, feel what your energy feels like in its ideal state, right? And so the more that you do that and surrender to that is definitely going to help create space for change, shift, and balance. But if you still go back and do the exact same thing, you're going to throw out your back again. You're going to have the same problems. So it's a cooperation between feeling into the space that the healer creates for you or co-creates with you. Because like I said, healers don't do the healing. And if they tell you that they do, and they tell you they're the most powerful healer on the planet and they can fix you and you don't have to do a darn thing, they're very most likely confused and operating in their ego because they're always, healing is always co-creating, okay? Because you are always in the driver's seat of your own life. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way and sometimes it is true that you have your hands over your eyes and, you know, one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas. Ah, but you still always are the one who's supposed to be in control. And sometimes, you know, there's just varying levels of learning how to drive and that's okay. And sometimes we need a little support in driving that car and that is fine too. But you need to know that you are in charge. So 
before you give your power away to someone else, to a ritual, to a healer, to something like that, know that when you set an intention, and that's what these things are doing, these things are powerful ways of setting an intention, a cord cutting ceremony, a contract breaking, it's a certain way of understanding things, but it's also a certain way of saying, I would like to shift my energy with respect to this issue, okay? And if you think about it any other way, again, you might get confused. I've seen a lot of times too where people feel like they need to, you know, they have a problem and what they really want to do is solve the problem on this sort of metaphysical level, but skip the human human part. And that's sort of what I've been talking about all along. So the example the guides are giving me, right, is, you know, you're having trouble with a business partner. And maybe you've had that same pattern with like seven business partners up until now, but you think the solution is to go to somebody who can, you know, just snip out that soul contract with this person, right? Or you're going to imagine it or do a little ceremony and that's just going to solve everything. I got news for you. It might not because there might be learning about that pattern that you need to do. There might be sometimes when you need to learn to go left instead of going right, There might be some deeper growth that needs to happen through this experience. So again, when we think about cutting a cord, it can be at its very best sort of setting an intention to release something that we're ready to let go of. And trust me, at the moment you were ready to cut that cord or release that contract, it'll go so smoothly, you'll feel it in your bones, but you don't have to force it, right? It's a matter of when things align, it'll just go poof. And yeah, sometimes I'm doing work and I see something's ready to release in a client. And in that moment, I lend my energy and I will use terminology, something like, you know, we're going to start to release this. Or sometimes I'll even say, I'm going to release this. And I often explain to people, I use the term, I'm about to do this because it's, it's language. It's easy to explain, you know, and I am doing something. Don't get me wrong. Like there is, you know, there's a lot of work and training and space holding that goes into the work that I do in any good energy healer, right? I have to be clear to hear my guides. I have to be grounded. I have to have a clear intention. I have to pay attention. I have to have an open heart. So, you know, it's not just like I'm hanging out at the beach, although I've been known to do that during a session too. I believe it should always be fun. But anyhow, there often is that critical moment when I will say something like, you know, this is ready to release. We're releasing this. And the client will go, oh, I feel that. There's no mistake that nothing goes before it's time. And that is because that client is ready to let it go. And sometimes we do things on the energy level first. And sometimes we do this on the light level first, the action level first, right? Or everything in between or the body level. But when we do energy work and we release something, shift something, change something, ancestral healing, any of these things, The timing is really important and they have to be aligned with your life. If you are not ready to live that in your life, it will not work, it will not stick, and it will not serve. Okay, got that? And again, I'm being reminded to say, though sometimes a healer will use the term, I'm doing X, in our highest iteration, what any healer, helper, pretty much anyone who does anything well is doing is cooperating with those deeper forces of life. And... They're cooperating with universal wisdom, the guides say, and the flow in which energy most wants to discover and realize itself. So those were not my words, but I think they're quite lovely. So thank you guides for sharing. 
So you might be asking now, (laughs) as you've heard me somewhat rant about this, what's the deal here? What do I need to do about this? And how do I get out of this relationship that's driving me mad if you say I can't just cut the cord? Ah. And I think the purpose of this is a couple of things. First of all, for us all to recognize, right, that the true locus of control and all change and all healing and all growth is within. And the more we can remember, always remember that our highest self is in the driver's seat and that our job from a you know human perspective is to do whatever we can to align with that and let the real spirit self drive the car as much as possible and just you know we can be the vehicle and we let our higher self guide or drive i love that right the more that we can do that the more we get out of the way and everything will naturally flow towards its highest potential and it's the guides say uh, divine realization and i like that word too And so sometimes it helps to have someone do it with you. Sometimes you get the call to do it alone. But look at things like cord cutting and and releasing ceremonies and energy work. They're all just tools to help you discover and express the wisdom and magic, health, vibrance, and divinity that already exists within you. And that in so doing, you're cooperating with that deeper force of life. You're cooperating with the wisdom of the universe. You're not trying to push that river. You're not trying to cheat the system. Don't try to cheat the system. You are instead using these tools as you see fit, as they come to you, as your intuition is drawn to them, right? You're using them to align more with the great flow of your life. And this, friends, is where intuition comes in. And I could do a whole nother episode on this, and I might, but that won't be today. When you're working with an energy healer or helper, there's a couple different ways the guide said that they can use their intuition. And one is almost in a little controlling way where they're reading you or they're reading their energy and then they're making a decision based on their mind of what they think they should do. And the guides say this is the kind of person to stay away from as much as possible because even though they believe that they're helping, they are going to be at a lower vibe than most of you are ready to have or need to have at this point in time. And also it's misleading and confusing because someone's going to come out and they're going to give you maybe a good intuitive hit, but then they're going to kind of put on their own sauce and their own flavor and their own idea of how things are supposed to be. And that has nothing to do with what evokes healing and what will make you feel good in the long run. And you'll know if you found this kind of person because you might feel kind of like you need to keep going to them and you, you're hanging on their every word, but you don't necessarily feel better after the end of a session. And more importantly, because we don't feel better after every session, but I like people to feel better after most. Um, You won't find that your life is getting better, right? You won't find yourself working towards your goals. You won't find yourself growing and developing and experiencing more joy, more ease, more grace, right? You'll just find yourself more and more addicted to the candy that they're selling you by telling you that they have your answers, okay? So I'm not a fan of that. The other kind of energy healer, or, I mean, it's not either or, it's really just degrees. The kind of energy healer that you should really seek out if you need one at all are ones that are really truly using their intuition and they're sending the intention before they get in the room to align with their highest and truest self and to align with the best and highest outcome. Or I often say in my little invocation that I love to do at the beginning of sessions, the greatest good. And 
they also have to be able to walk the talk because anybody can say that, right? But they actually have to be able to do it. But really feeling into someone who's really intuitively guided, you'll know because you'll feel an ease and flow. You'll feel good around them. You'll feel uplifted just from hearing them talk, just from being in their energy. You will feel your own divine nature, right? By association when you are around them, when you are with them, when you are listening to them, and when you leave that session. And remember when you find one of those people, don't believe, don't cling, don't feel like they're the answer and you're not. Recognize that you've attracted someone into your life because you're ready for that. And because your soul, right, your spirit is leading the show. And that it is the force of healing, love, light, divinity, inspiration, guidance, wisdom. I don't know if I missed any (laughs) divinity. I think I said that twice. That already exists within you. That that healer is helping you to awaken. And again, they may have something to help you with this leg of your journey. They may have something to help you for the rest of your life because, you know, we have different kinds of relationships and they're all good, but you're in the driver's seat. And at the end of the day, I said this before, but I'm going to say it again, we are all just walking each other home. So feel free now if you feel so called to go out and get that cord cut or break those soul contracts or do any other kind of energy healing that you want to do. I am a big fan. Just try to do so intuitively with love and light for yourself, for others, and in cooperation with the highest good. So anyway, that's all that wants to come through today. Thanks as always for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please, 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 always helps if you go to your podcast platform of choice and leave us a five-star review and some kind words. It really helps get the word out there. And if you have any ideas for future episodes or any other observations or things that you'd like to share, please feel free to shoot me an email. I love to hear from you guys and I will use that feedback to create more new episodes. So thanks again again, everyone for tuning in and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.